go. And welcome. That's it. 447, I believe it is, of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says. With great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) I'm not even bearing the fucking lead on this one. We're just going to jump right into it. It's Spider-Man weekend. We are spoiling the shit out of this. I got to talk to somebody about it. Nancy didn't go see it with me. I need to talk to somebody. And you're <laughs> my man. <laughs> so let's just start off with it. What, what, did, what did you think, as, as the, the hardcore Spider-Man fan, um, what were your, your opening thoughts watching that film? Uh, I hated it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Jesus. I'm <laughs> kidding. I mean, man, no, that I, I, hit me with mm, that. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, I <clears throat> I paid a lot of uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was one of the better ones that I've seen mm-hmm. I, I think it was better than homecoming um <clears throat> I, I, it seemed like more complete a more complete movie yeah yeah um <clears throat> like, like it wasn't set i don't know how to describe it i mean the stakes were higher <clears throat> in a sense versus you know just mysterio do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was a little bit bigger than that, which I appreciated. I thought it was a lot darker as well. Yeah. Um, which I liked. Um, but all in all, I thought it was a plus. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it dragged yeah. certain points, um, but I think that was just part of the storytelling. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, as far as the dragging points, like, I, I didn't find it to be drag. Like, I didn't think it find it to be dragging out at that point. Like, especially, like, I mean, you get to that point where, like, they're, you know, despite, despite all the villains at Happy's apartment, he's trying to cure them. That seemed to be, like, <laughs> like where it kind of, like, bogged down a little bit. But yeah. it was, like, a good bogging down. Like, it, it was, like, it was moving at such a breakneck pace it almost needed to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I, I like that about it. And it, it kind of like, at that point, explored the characters a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and, I, it, and I like that aspect of it. I, I like how they went into a little bit of... They didn't go in too much, but they went into some depth on those characters, which I liked. Yeah. Versus just being some randos. You know yeah. what I mean? But it also helps you know their backstory already, so you don't really need to go into it. And I thought they touched pretty good on that, where, you know, first-time viewer can go, oh, okay, I'll have to go back and watch that. But at the same yeah. point, I understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought overall this was probably the best Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 2. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Homecoming. I'm a 
you know, I, I like No Way Home a lot. Um, but I, 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 I you know, Spider Man Two is still like to me like it's like the second best or third best comic book movie of all time. Like this, like, right, like right. Dark Knight, then there's like maybe like in, you know Infinity War, and then there's or 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 Endgame, like, and then there's Spider Man Two. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I hold I hold that movie like in that high of esteem. I think that's one of those rare movies where like Sam Remy really knocked that movie out of the park and Alfred Molina is Doc Ock and you know everything that went into that movie, like I just appreciated it a lot. Right, right. You know. Um so like I you know, to say that like that to me is like putting it up there. Um I, I liked I, I like I liked Strange. I, I, I thought, you know, Benet- Cumberbatch is clearly made for the part. And I thought like I thought mm-hmm. it he was telling like his story was very interesting part of it. That like he was like fuck, okay, I'll I'll, I'll do it because, you know, we did shit together. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, I yeah. owe the kid, you know, and like, there are all, all sorts of like little, little pe- like, and then like his, like, like, like him being pissed off about like, look, this isn't my fucking fault. Right. And this is how you fix it. Just push this button and you're done. It's simple. Yeah. You're making this far too complex. <laughs> you know, uh, but, um. I, I, I like that aspect of it. I, I liked because it wasn't like a situation like like the the thing everybody was concerned about was like okay, well Stephen Strange is replacing Tony Stark. Mm. Like like yeah, that's supposed to be the new like mentor quote unquote for and like it wasn't. It was like you know Peter coming to him and then Peter like, like find out like you're you're a bit of a dick. <laughs> you know? Right. No wonder people don't like you that much. <laughs> And I, there was, like, that aspect of it. And then, like, I mean, the whole, I hate, I hate to say this. Again, we're spoiling the shit out of this movie. But I really liked Andrew Garfield. Like, this was, like, the redemption of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it what like it, and I don't know and I'm 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 sure it's like the marvelizing of that character or maybe this is where he would have gone after the events of Amazing Spider-Man two yeah but like he wasn't so dreary and emo. I guess uh-huh. what I hated about that character was like the, his version of Peter Parker was like annoying as fuck, and like here he was kind of like you know chipper almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, okay, wow, this is a kind of a like the, his whole interaction, like you know, with MJ and Ned in Ned's grandmother's house, like that whole interaction, like was amazing to me. Like it, like. I don't care. Like I, I just I, I thought like the, the entire time like I thought to myself, well, wow, wow, Andrew Garfield figured it out. 
Like ten years later, he figured it out. Good for yeah. him. You know. But I, I think you have to look at where their target audience was at that time. I get that. I mean, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. No, I, I, I get it, but it still it drove me nuts because that's not the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think what impressed me most about this I'm serious and I can't believe I'm saying this is uh, Toby Maguire <laughs> like I was so impressed with Toby Maguire yeah that I could barely stand myself yeah like I, I wanted to get I wanted more out of Toby Maguire than I did anybody else. Because he almost seemed like the voice of reason. He was yeah. the older Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was more knowledgeable. He's been through more shit. You know? Yeah. Um, I just really liked the character. And, I, I, and he almost... It's funny, you know, when you watched him, he acted the same. Almost. You know, very similar. But older. You know? Yeah. And uh, so I really liked him. I did. I, I thought. I thought. Wow, this is fantastic. And I'm a Garfield fanatic. I, I love. Yeah. I love amazing. So, um, to me, I just really liked the character. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I did. I, I thought he was really excellent. Um. <laughs> um. Villain wise. I feel like they got those guys spot on. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what's his name? Stole the show. I mean. Who? Um, Willem Yeah. Stole the fucking show. When he yeah. spoke, you listened. And to physically watch a character change his persona. Yeah. Amazing acting. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, you can't you can't deny that. The yeah. guy's just a good actor, number oh, one. Oh yeah. But to see him change from Goblin to, you know, um, yeah, yeah, it, it was just, it was amazing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. two different characters you're playing, and he just he just hit it out of the park. And when he became Goblin, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That oh, was yeah. like, oh fuck, that's badass. Yeah. And then he webbed him. Yeah. And I was like, he's just going to keep talking, dude. <laughs> like, it, it was badass. And then when he took off, you know, with the pumpkin bombs killing Ant Man, I was like, dude, that's a badass shit right there, boy. That's Gollum. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's what you expect, and that's what we got. So, I mean, I was pretty impressed by that. So. Yeah, I, I thought the foe, particularly like, I mean, it, it, it was, it, it was a, you know, like, I mean, I, I never had a problem with his take on, on Goblin, but it was like, you know, always like that, that goofy fucking helmet that he had to wear that I yeah. hated. And yeah. I, I mean, once they kind of got rid of that and they, like, like they put him in the hoodie, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, clearly, I mean, it looked much more like what we would expect the Goblin to look like. And I liked that a lot. And I mean, like, like you said, like, the, the way he acted, like, and I, I love that they threw in that stupid fucking meme line of, you know, a bit of a scientist myself. 
Yeah, exactly. I laughed out loud. Like I was the only person in the theater who like like went like <laughs> at that line. Like I yeah. But um, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think Jamie Fox was 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 really good. Um, I mean, Molina was you know fucking phenomenal. What you expected? He was perfect. Yeah, but um, I mean, I wish we had more Molina. Yeah. Um, that's what I that's that I mean, that's the only takeaway I can take from it is like I just didn't get enough of what I wanted. I guess in a sense, you know what I mean. Like I wanted a little bit more Toby Maguire. I wanted more, a little bit more Molina. Um, if I was gonna pick negatives, um, I didn't need more Tom Holland. Um, but I needed, I needed some more of those characters that I haven't seen in a while. You know what I mean? I, I mean, Sammy I, I and Sam. Yeah, like I, I really thought they did a pretty good job of juggling it, though. Like you're right. Like I would have loved yeah, to have seen I, more Molina. I would have loved to have seen more De- more Defoe, and I would have loved to have seen more of the three Spider Men just kind of like hanging out and uh, talking. Yeah, like yeah. that scene before the fight was so fucking like when they're like, "You just shoot it out of your wrist, really?" And he's like, "Yeah." I mean, like that was a phenomenal like that. Those little scenes like that were just so good. Like, yeah. And it was like. It was so well done and, and like I thought really, really well balanced. You know, and I mean we, we got some of the stuff that we did want to see, like, you know the the scene where again I'm we we've already told you we're spoiling this shit, but you know that scene where Mary Jane's fallen oh, and man. Garfield saves her and then he like almost like he did cry. He was, up. he was breaking down. Yeah. Like, that was phenomenal. That was, I was, like, rolling tears at that point. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was phenomenally well done. You know? And, I mean, it was shit like that. And, I mean, the death of Aunt May. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I think the shit that's got me was that she actually got up to check on Pete. Like, yeah. her first reaction, dying, was to get up and check on Peter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, she shouldn't even have been able to get up. When she know? took and that she hit, when she took that yeah. hit from the glider, and she got up, I'm like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Right. Like, oh, like, come on, man. Like, there's a lot of things I can spend my belief on, but Aunt May ain't taking that shot. And then when it, like, it was, like, the, it was the killing shot, I was like, oh, shit. You know, yeah, I told as soon as that glider hit her, I was like, she's dead. She's yeah, she's dead. And I was like, and and that and at that point I figured it out. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, but that death scene was brutal. That was almost as brutal as Tony Stark. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, you have to put it in perspective. But I mean, right. like for him, it was Tony Stark. I mean, right. that was his aunt man. That was his yeah. only connection to family whatsoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but once I figured out that she needed to die, I mean, that need to die, but I understood it, right? Because each yeah. one of them had that death, both being Uncle Ben and her, him being Aunt May. Right. And like the Does whole. Does that make sense? Right. With the great power comes great responsibility line and with 
McGuire finishing that form and then explaining, well, this is how I, this is where this came from for me. Like that, it all tied together so fucking well. Yeah. You know, it did. But it made you, it made you kind of realize that this has been a three movie origin story, essentially. Right, right. Like this is when he finally does becomes really Spider Man. Right, right. You know, and I mean, it was like, I mean, it's just really well done. Yeah, it was very well written. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was brutal. And then happy looking on, I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, that was rough. Um, I liked it. I mean, I, I liked. I did. I did like Strange and Strange's involvement as well. Yeah. Like it made sense. Yeah. Uh, I liked that Pete said math is way cooler. I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that was pretty neat. Like yeah, he, he, did, figure, like, he figures out, out the mirror dimension is just geometry. Right. He's like, oh, I can fucking fix this. Okay. Right. You know. Um. But I did. I it just. A lot of it made a, a lot of it made sense. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it's really good. And I, and I like Pete's heart. You know, I, mean, like, I liked that. I liked that Peter, um, wanted to try to fix them. Yeah. Like in his heart, he just wanted to fix them. And like so even at the have, end, like like getting Strange's respect. That like okay, you you did it your way. You fixed them. And now you're going to make this ultimate sacrifice that everybody's going to forget you, including me, including MJ, including Ned, everybody. Right, right. Like that moment where he's like, I'll see you around, kid. Like, I, was like, I was like, oh, man. But didn't Stark do the same thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Stark took it upon himself to end the whole thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was a Stark move and what he did. Right. Right. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Great responsibility, yeah. Right. So it just all ties in to what Peter did, you know? Yeah. Um, I love the diner scene at the end. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. Um, I thought it was the way it should go. I'm glad it didn't go another way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because. He's going to let them have yeah. their happiness. He knows he's a drag. Exactly. But it also goes back to what. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson said, and it also goes back to what Goblin said, in a sense that, you know, wherever he goes, trouble follows. Right. A lot of it is his fault a lot of the times, which is true, in a sense, because right. the villains follow him. And you even know? it kind of it goes back to, like, that, there's that conversation between Garfield and Maguire where, like, they're trying to, like, you know, so you have anybody, and, you know, they're both kind of like, no, not really. This line of work doesn't allow for it. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, um, McGuire was like, yeah, I've got MJ kind of, sort of, you know, I don't know. And it's there and it's not like it was very much that way of like, like, you know, no, like being Spider-Man just doesn't allow for it. Right. right. You know, and it's like that's the realization that, that Holland Spider-Man comes to with that at the in the like the moment he sees MJ, it's like. When he sees Ned and they're going to MIT and it's like, I, I can't ruin this for them. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um and then the I moment just, at the at the very end with Happy was brutal. 
Like that one had me. Like it was like, like even Happy doesn't remember him. Like which hurt. You know. And then there was the Stark reference. Yeah. Again, to yeah. pour salt in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But yeah. I mean, like it was like, but that that moment in, in at the cemetery was like, is heart wrenching because it was like, he just want to be like, yeah, fuck, like happy. What about Holland? Yeah. You know, like I mean, shit like that. Like I mean, but so like it was like this odd thing of like, like the ending works perfectly. And it sets up whatever the next movie, movie or movies are for, I'm guessing, with Venom. Right. Based upon the uh, the stinger at the end, which is pretty fucking funny, by the way. Yeah. Um. But I'm intrigued. I mean, I, 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 it, 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 it looks like it's a bright future ahead, and I'm in. But, but like, I'm intrigued to see. Like, it, it's not so much like, well, who, who is he fighting next? Well, wow, maybe it's, it looks like he's gonna be Venom because the goo got left behind. Ooh, I wonder who's gonna be Venom. You know, it's not so much that as much as it is. Like, what's the story of Peter Parker? Right. You know, like, like. You and I both know like MJ's is destiny. You know, like how does that how does that resolve itself? Like wh- where does it go next? You know, based upon he doesn't want to ruin her life, he doesn't want to take her away from MIT. But at the same time, like I mean, do they introduce a Gwen Stacy like character next and he lets MJ go? Or or what? Yeah, I, I don't know. Or do you have the whole involvement of you know him leaving her alone, and then maybe her and Ned get involved, and then here comes Peter and takes over, and then Ned yeah. turns bad. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, there's that theory. Um, or maybe Ned isn't bad in this universe, right? You know what I mean? Like maybe he's you know because it's so different. Like any other yeah. oddball thing is like. Ned can produce magic. With so like clearly Strange forgot that. Or did he? Yeah. Like he forgets Peter Parker, but does he forget Ned? Right. And like and like clearly like I think Strange would be the type who would be like, okay, I need to take this kid under my wing because he he's power he can be powerful. Right. You know, this is an untapped source or something. Like, like it's, it's again that oddball thing, like of how do they treat like? Because it would suck if it was like, okay, yeah, Ned can produce magic and he like opens the portals and they never touch on it ever again. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so, but you know, who knows? I mean, why? But why would you know what I mean? Like, why yeah. would they just kind of hint around that? Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, just, I, I, I know what you mean, and I mean, it gets, but it's that oddball thing of like, what's the future of that aspect of that of that character? Right. You know, because you're right. Like, I always you know, wonder. I always wonder why M- MJ wasn't in Garfield's world. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I get, I understand where they were going with story. I understand right. that. 
But in the same respect, MJ is such a huge piece of well, the Spider-Man. I mean, like... I mean, would she have been in, in Amazing Spider-Man 3? I don't know. I don't know the answer. That, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, so... Because, I mean, in the comic books, it was Gwen Stacy first and then MJ. Correct. You know... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that that book actually ends with MJ, you know, knocking at his door, and it's you know, it's your lucky day, Tiger, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's like you know, it's that odd thing of like, with what would Amazing Spider-Man three have held, and who would have played MJ? <laughs> right. But I liked all three Spider-Mans. I liked them all working together. Yeah. I liked uh, <laughs> I liked the part by Garfield when he said you look like a fucking Sunday school teacher. I thought that was yeah. great. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. There's like yeah, a, there were some yeah, good yeah. lines. Yeah. Good lines from from Garfield in this that was very reminiscent of amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were a lot of one liners out there that were really good. Um and I like how they kept their Spider-Mans their Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, they it didn't, nothing varied. I mean, that's Garfield as Spider-Man, and that's exactly the way he was in Amazing. This is Tobey Maguire, and this is exactly how Tobey Maguire was in Amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like how they put the theme music to each one of them. Yeah. From each movie. I thought that was amazing. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean... That's good shit. I mean, when you're thinking on that level, yeah, you know, that's pretty good stuff. So, I like Matt Murdock's appearance. Um, oh. badass, the badassery of that. Um, I still would have liked to see Daredevil in some form, but I, I did get him as Matt Murdock, so I, I'm okay with that. But that it just introduces the character. Right. I get that. You know what I mean? And I, I'm I'm perfectly happy with that because Daredevil needs to be in this universe. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like I mean, if if, I, if, I, if that's probably my biggest complaint is I didn't see Daredevil. You know, but like that scene was phenomenal. You know, like that was like. I'm a really good lawyer. That's badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Response by the brick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that was, yeah, that was a great scene. I love that. Um, and I'm, you're right. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like it's the introduction, quote unquote. I love to see. Uh, I I want to see him played with more. You know, you know. Char- I mean, Charlie Cox is made for that role. He's absolutely fucking made for that role. You know, and I I, I like I'm I'm hoping like and I know he doesn't, but like it's like I'm hoping he shows up in, at the finale of Hawkeye somehow. You know, yeah. Oh, we'll we, get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think overall, uh, you and I are on the same page. I, I, I do want to ask, like, before we finish off our talk, like, at the very end, like the mini trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, what'd you think of that? It looked good. I, I didn't really get. I mean, I saw it. Don't get me wrong, but it was yeah, just, it was quick. Because it was the first viewing, and I didn't get to watch it again, you know, yeah. really yet. Um, but I'm fine by it. Looks good to me. I can't, I, I can't tell you Easter eggs that I saw. 
um, you know, or anything. Right. Right. I wondered what who the two people were in back of him at one point. I couldn't quite. Yeah. Understand what that was, but I think that was the only part that I like really focused in on, and then the rest of it I just watched. Yeah. So I mean, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some things I'm intrigued by. This, like, what, what, what? I mean. I, I think what's very interesting is, I mean, it's a Doctor Strange movie. It's being directed by Sam Remy. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Sam Remy hit a home run with two out of three Spider-Man movies. You know, the third one was a foul ball. <laughs> the, uh, But, I mean, Sam Remy is also, like, you know, a great horror director. Right. You know, and I, I feel like, like, even more than Spider-Man, I feel like Doctor Strange is really in his his wheelhouse. And yeah, I feel like, it is. Like, it's it's almost like Morbius should be in his wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like like this is like something that I I really feel like Remy can really really sink his teeth into. And I, I think more so than he had with Sony, he, he you know. He does have more direction from Marvel and like this is what we want. You know, we want right. the Sam Remy touch to this, but at the same time, this is what we're asking you to deliver to us. Right, right. And I think that may work to everybody's favor. Yeah, I think so. You know. Yeah. But I think overall, you and I are both on the same page. This was a, a fantastic movie, well worth the price of admission. Oh, yeah, definitely worth, worth the price of admission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a must-see in the theater. Um, just because you can get that, you know, theater vibe. Yeah. Uh, it was just a really good film. It was a quick two and a half hours too, like you said. It was. It was was a very quick two and a half hours. I I was surprised when you get like when like when they're at the Statue of Liberty, I was kind of like, wow, I can't believe this is almost over. It seems to have feels like it just started. I like how the shield went down too. Yeah. Like it was kind of like a changing of the guard type of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're we're done with this aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. At least that's how I felt. You know what I mean? Like, it's a new day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quit rehashing Cap. Yeah. But, but the, at the same time, like it's not a new day because, like, you know, you've got Rogers the musical. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. And we're trying to get past. That. Yeah. I think that's it, I think that's kind of where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But the, the, the flip side of that is is Hawkeye. Huh? The flip side of that is Hawkeye, though. Oh, man. Are we going into Hawkeye now? Yeah, we're going to go into Hawkeye. What a great fucking series. Hasn't it been, though? I mean, my God. Man, I, I, I think I like this better than any of them. Honestly, I, I'm being quite honest yeah. with you. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like Loki and I like WandaVision, and Soldier, but 
I think this has been the best of them all. And I think it's because of Ren. I, I just, I think he's a good actor. I, yeah. I do. I, I think he's very believable. Uh, his facial expressions are on point. He can act, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know, man. You feel for the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Each time she comes up in conversation, he's like, you can see it in his face. His acting is showing through his acting. Does that make sense? Like, it's showing into his mind. Yeah. Which I, is without I, I him feel, even saying it. I feel like as odd as this is going to be to say, this, more than any of the other shows, is the most personal to the character. Yeah. Because in reality, all this is about is, I just want to be home for Christmas. Yeah. I want to be with my family. And, like, I mean, WandaVision was a personal story because it was about her grief in many, many ways. But at the same time, her grief had cosmic ramifications. All right. You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was about moving on from Steve Rogers. But at the same time, like, the ramifications of that were global. Right. You know, with Loki, I mean, it was clearly multi-dimensional consequences you know but with this it's really at the end of the day it's about hawkeye right you know i mean it's it's about this character it's about this this poor guy who just wants to clean up his own mess right. go home you know and and the fact that they brought ronan back into it yeah Unreal. Like, 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 I like the fact that, like, his stint as Ronan is haunting him. Yeah. You know, like, the. it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, well, there, you know, it's time to pay the piper now. You right, know, right. You, know, you, you, you had a five-year stint where you just went on this killing spree. And now it's time to pay the piper. You know, and he's trying to avoid that because he's like, yeah, look, I ain't proud of it, but I did it. And uh, I'm not a good person for it, but (laughs) I got my family back now. So I'm I'm put that behind me, you know. Right, right. And I mean, like this, like this episode was phenomenal because. I mean, first you you got uh, Yolanda. From the Black Widow movie. And like that scene between her and Kate Bishop was fantastic. Oh man, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> you know, like that was a phenomenal scene. And like like it's just been like little things here and there, like like that episode was just so well done. Uh-huh. And we get the yeah. reveal at the end. The you know. Oh man, uncle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I... it's just a really well done series. Yeah. It truly is. I mean, he's searching for redemption, and he just can't get it. Yeah. I mean, no matter what he does. Yeah. But boy, when he put on that Ronin costume, man, was he badass? Like, it was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Totally different fighting style. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was different. 
Um, fact that he snuck the blade out was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of aspects to this that were like <clears throat> really, really good. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I, it's just so personal. You know, I yeah. like I like the one whatever episode I can't remember if it's, this is the last one or the one before that where she brought the Christmas tree and they taught her before. how to sling a quarter. Yeah, one before. Yeah. Um, taught her how to sling a quarter and you know all that kind of shit. But I mean, like it, it brought it down to a humanistic level. Yeah. Like it wasn't like outer space or trans, you know, multi-dimensional or it wasn't right. <clears throat> magic and beyond magic it was just you know i'm a human being i have a certain set of skills you know yeah. what i mean yeah and this is what i can do with them you know and i'm pretty sneaky ninja-esque yeah you know what i mean um but when it comes down at the end of the day you know i'm just i'm just a regular guy trying to get back to his family yeah. i love Love, love, love that Linda Cardellini is going to be in this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, his wife. Yeah. I uh, forget her name. I forget her superhero name. Well, I, we think we, we're, we're all assuming she's Mockingbird. She has to be. She has to be. I agree. But I mean, she like, I, I mean, like, she retired to, you know. Have some kids. She yeah. knows Russian. She knows who, everything who the, what's going on. And who the fuck does that watch belong to? I don't know. I don't know either. I assumed it was Starks. Yeah. But I think I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. But like you're right. Like I mean, with Linda Cardellini, like you're right. Like it's like and there, there's there, there's there's too much here that says uh that tells me you're not mocking you, you have to be fucking mocking bird yeah she just knows too much yeah i mean she knows the play yeah you know what i mean i mean this is some, what he's doing and it's like a, it's like it's like this thing of like i think the thing that like makes me like think even more is It's one of those things where, like, I don't think Nick Fury would have gone out of his way to hide them like he did if it wasn't somebody. Like, like I feel like Hawkeye was, like, one of his close guys, and it was like, okay, I will do this for the two of you because I love you both. Yeah. And a guy like me doesn't have people like that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So she had to have been a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point. Like, right. you know, and for her to have been Mockingbird would have just, like, been perfect. Yeah. I think that'll come out in the last episode. But I don't think they're going to be coming for her. I think she's going to end up showing up. I don't know how it's going to happen. Or maybe he just goes home. But... And the same, right, but like, you know. like, but, but is that either like, like, season two of Hawkeye, like, where the kingpin is coming for the family? Oh my god! You know, because like he has that moment with with Maya, where he tells her like, you know, 
you or anybody else that comes from my family, it'll be the last thing you fucking do. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I, that's how serious. Like you know, I put this suit on because my family got blipped. You come after yeah. what the fuck you think I'm gonna do? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take me serious. So. Oh, Kingpin's yeah, like, So I mean, if it's Kingpin coming for the Bartons, like I'm all in for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> Yeah, I liked what's her name too. I thought she was great. I mean, this is. I mean, are are they setting up the new Avengers? I'm sure they're setting up something. You know, I mean, you, don't I mean, bring, like, you don't bring in Kate Bishop just for like a series, right? And then you're also bringing in what's her name as well. Miss Marvel? No. no. Ah. Nah, I, don't know. I can't think. Well, I mean, you, you're bringing you, in, what's her name? Uh, her, um, her sister. Yeah, y- 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 Yolanda. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of bringing in people's. You're setting it up. You're setting the time. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, Shang-Chi as well. In yeah. a way. Yeah, I mean, like, the the end scene of Shang-Chi kind of sets up, like, something Avenger-y. Because, I mean, there there's Captain Marvel. There's There's Banner. Talking to him. There's Wong. You know, like I mean, it, it's it, there's there's more to this. I mean, clearly, I mean, I, I think you have to set that up. I mean, I I think like the Avengers as an IP is something that Marvel's just not going to throw away after you know the the last movie. Like we're not going to use that title again. Right. You know, we're done with that. No, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not fooling me. So. Yeah, I don't. I'm talking. You know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm. I'm intrigued to see how this ends. I think is the, is is the key here. Like. I'm just intrigued to see how Hawkeye ends at this point. You know. Yeah, I am too. But I, I still think they're setting up the new Avengers. Not new Avengers as in new Avengers movie, but new Avengers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody's yeah, gonna take up that mantle of we are the Avengers. Yeah, but the comic line of new Avengers. The you mean the young Avengers? No, new Avengers. New Avengers? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Either way. Anyway. Yeah. I did watch a movie you and I talked about that we were interested in. What's that? I, I watched King Richard. King Richard. That was the one about uh, 
Richard Williams. Will Smith was in it. Oh, how Father was that? Serena. It's actually really good. Was it too much? Was it too much Will Smith? No. <laughs> no, because he's playing because he's playing a real character. He can't be Will Smith. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like I don't. I, it, it's it's one of those oddball things of like. I don't know how much of this was real and how much of this is kind of like the Williams sisters going back and rewriting history, maybe. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I said it before, like, you know, Venus Williams is probably the most dominant athlete in her in a sport ever. Yeah. Like, for for 15 years, Venus Williams dominated, or Serena Williams dominated tennis, and Venus Williams was number two. Right. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things where, like, watching this movie, like, you want to say, like, in many ways, Richard Williams got it. And in many ways, he didn't get it, but somehow he got lucky still because they were just so gifted. Right. And probably part of that's just extremely hard work that he put in, and that they put in. But like it, it like I, it, you, you really need to watch the movie to like understand, like because it, it's because p- part of it is like. And I don't know jack shit about tennis. So this is tough for me to, like, say, like, what's right and what's wrong. But, like, he didn't like that they competed in juniors or that Venus competed in juniors. He didn't like um, putting that kind of pressure on on them. But at the same time, he's, you know, pumping them up as being the greatest of all time. He he was hesitant to start them. You know, I, I think what Venus was 14 when she made her debut. On you know her her first uh, yeah professional match and right. uh, you know it's, it's one of those deals where he was still hesitant to do that and he had to be convinced to do it because he wanted them to be kids but like at the same time like at, at some point you have to compete like you just can't keep practicing you have to compete right and, and um so it's one of those weird things of like. Like he made moves and like you know he ended up being right in the end, but like how much of that was like pure fucking luck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like I, it's so it's one of those things. Like like I mean, he's got a, he's got a three million dollar uh, endorsement deal from Nike for Venus, and he turned them away. He's like you know, because <laughs> I'll get more later on. I mean, well, and he, he was right, but like you know. What if he was wrong? Like it was like so. It, right. it, it it was a very good movie, and I I think like Richard Williams is a very polarizing character because he's like the overbearing sports dad who drove his kids to greatness, but yet they still somehow turned out to be okay. Yeah, they did. Actually. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, weirdly, like they both, like you know, Venus and Serena Williams are not only like 
two of the greatest tennis stars of all time, but you know, they're, they're entrepreneurial that, you know, everything else they do is a fucking success. And it's like, like, I don't know if you're, what you did was right or wrong, but fuck, you got lucky, man. <laughs> you know? I, for real. Yeah. yeah. But it's a really good movie that I'd highly recommend you checking out. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I like tennis, so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, I, I can watch tennis, and, like, I would watch Serena Williams play. Like, if it was, like, a big match with Serena Williams, I would tune in for a little bit and watch, because, I mean. Right. You're watching greatness, and you know you're watching greatness. Yeah. You know, like, it's that, it's that yeah. thing of, like, when you. It, it's that thing of, of, of like when you when you see an athlete take the field of competition, there are certain athletes that you just see rise to the occasion, and there are certain athletes you see shrink under the pressure. Yeah. Jordan, Kobe, Tom Brady, you know, um, Tiger Woods in his prime, you know. Yeah. Like you would see, like if it was a if it was a, a Sunday and Tiger was in contention, man, nobody wanted to see that red shirt. Right. You know, like it was shit like that. Like you know, so it it was um, you know, like and that's Serena Williams. Like Serena Williams took the court, and whoever it was that she was across the court from, it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> nah. You know, and many times it was her sister. Yeah. You know, like how many times they go to the fucking Wimbledon finals against each other? Yeah. Isn't that you weird? Know? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not weird. But, but still, it, it's weird in the fact that, I mean, it's weird in the fact that, one, they were the two best tennis players in the world, but two, that it was like there was a major gap between the talent of Venus and Serena to the point that like Serena dominated, like, you know, usually you think oh, maybe that's 50, 50 between siblings, that co- that type of competition. Cause they'd know each other and, you know, right. they'd be close in talent, but like there was a clear gap between one and, and two. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. That's about I started watching The Witcher. Oh yeah. Yeah, season two of The Witcher premiered this week and I'm five How's episodes. That out? I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's good. Um I'm intrigued to see how the how this season plays out. But uh yeah, I'm five episodes into that and I'm in, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. I mean Cavill's fucking he's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't watch it. You couldn't say you couldn't get into it. Right. I couldn't. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what else. That's probably it. Yeah. You catch anything? Watch anything interesting? Um. Thinking. Uh, watch that new Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's excellent. I can't yeah. remember the name of it. But it's a brand new movie. 
Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think it's there. I think it's Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not Sandra Boyd being snarky and, you know, yeah. not that I don't mind that. I mean, I, I kind of like that about her characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this has this has nothing to do with anything yeah. like that. And it's dark movie. Um, she just really, I mean, she might get up for an Oscar role for this one. Yeah. I mean, she's really that good. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah, I know when you're talking, I can't remember the name of it either, but I've heard good things about it. I've heard people say it's very well done, and she's phenomenal yeah. in it, which you'd expect. She is. Yeah, I mean, she's just really good. So, and that's it. That's really the only thing I've watched. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If I'm gonna make it, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're you're beat. You you went to a the Steeler game today. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that uh implosion by it the Titans. The most, yeah, it just wasn't that much of an. It wasn't that exciting of a game. Um, but it had its moments. <laughs> I yeah, guess two two just, bad offensive teams. Yeah. Like I mean, and that's I mean, luckily for us, like you know, it worked out to our the the Steelers' favor. But you know, with three games left in the season, right? I, I mean, in all honesty, like okay, ne- they play Kansas City next week in Kansas City. They are gonna get smoked, right? Like they're just gonna get smoked in that game. After that, right. after they play Baltimore again. And they got Cleveland. Right. Man, I just win right. one out of those two. That's all I'm asking for. I'm asking for one. Get you get eight, eight, one. Man, that's a successful season. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I mean, not like nine, nine, seven, one would be fantastic. But like, I'm settling for eight and eight. Yeah. You know. This beat the Browns. Yeah. Did Baltimore win or lose today? They lost. Oh, thank God. They lost by one point again on a two-pointer. Oh, that's because they went for the two-pointer. Yeah. How weird, right? Well, I mean, I, I think it's I think, I think it's two things. I think I, I think Baltimore pays way too much attention to analytics. I think there's a lot of teams yeah. that are doing that nowadays. They're paying way too much attention to like analytics. And I think the other thing is, man, you just came back against the Packers even at home and you've got your backup quarterback playing. How much faith do you have in him in in in, in overtime? Like right, you know, right. and how much faith do you have in your defense stopping Aaron Rodgers? Right. You know, so I think it's that you roll the dice and you say, let's just try to end it now. Right. You know. So I can't yeah. blame them for doing that. I mean, Jesse, I didn't blame Baltimore for going for two against Steelers. Like, it made sense. Like, they had too many injuries on their defense. Pittsburgh was hot. They didn't think they could stop them if, you know, they got right. the ball to start the overtime. And uh, let's just put this away now. And, right. you know, 
J.J. Watt makes a play like he always does. He forces that pass a little wide. Andrews can't get to it. You know, there you go. So, like, I, I, I have a hard time. Like, I feel like they're making the right decision for the right reasons. Yeah. But it's just not working out in their favor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. The penguins stayed red hot. They are they are red hot. Yeah. Tristan Jari's red hot. <laughs> red yeah. hot right now. Yeah, but as soon as he loses a couple games, everybody wants him out of there. Of course. It's a weird Pittsburgh fan base sometimes. It is. Yeah. Like, it, it is. It absolutely. Especially hockey. It gets really weird. Oh, it's like goalies take like, like goalies are like quarterbacks. Like they t- they get too much blame when they lose <laughs> and too much credit when they win. You know? Right, right. Like and especially in Pittsburgh, it's like, you know, man, your goalie better, you know, he, he better be able to stop water. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But uh, I know. yeah. So, so that, that's all I got for today. All right, sir. We'll do a, we'll do a shorty because I know you're tired. I'm exhausted. You are. Just a are. long day. It was a long, it was a long weekend. Well, you were bit busy all weekend. I know you're. I was. Yeah. So. Get some shut eye. Yeah. So there are a uh, number of ways you can reach out and touch us. Send us an email, and I would love to hear from you. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, you can also find us on a number of podcasting networks. We're on the Tangent Bound Network the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, uh, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. I can't thank you enough for your support. Um, so, and Merry Christmas to everybody. That'll be, you know, we're recording on Sunday, so we're a week away from Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know when we're going to record. I guess we're going to record Sunday next week. So. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess. I didn't even think about next week yet. Yeah. 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 You don't want to. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>